can all talk about caring for others, but we need to demonstrate through action because our, our young children are very impressionable, and 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 young young children will will call you out. Young children are the ones who'll say, "Well, look, we're saying all these things, but what are we actually doing on the ground?" Welcome to the AIS New South Wales Creating Cohesive Communities podcast series, developed by the Association of Independent Schools, New South Wales. In this episode, we are joined by Osman Carolia, Principal at Arcana College. Osman has close to 30 years of education experience across a diversity of leadership roles, including Deputy Principal, Head of Senior School, IB Director and Head of Community Engagement. Osman has a passion for service learning, leadership, interfaith and intercultural student experiences, as well as STEAM programs in schools, and he's driving the culture in those areas at Arcana College. This includes a volunteering and engagement program that is inclusive of students, staff, parents, alumni, and the wider community. Osman advocates for student-led volunteer programs, including supporting homelessness in Sydney, and programs with young people living with a disability. Osman recently travelled with his students and staff to the URC World Robotics Finals in Japan, where Arcana College represented Australia in the primary schools division. Join us as we explore and experience firsthand the importance and positive impact of school leadership championing community cohesion. Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands and airways in which we are meeting and broadcasting today. As we share our learning, we also pay respect to elders both past and present, as it is their knowledge and experiences that holds the key to the success of our future generations. So we're here talking about cohesive communities today with a focus on school leaders. Osman, what does leadership mean to you and what does it look like in your school community? Leadership is a uh, term which we mention, discuss and throw around a fair bit. Mm. But when we unpack what leadership means and when we unpack uh, the, the, the impact of leadership, uh, Leadership is all about creating more leaders with your staff, with your students, your alumni, and certainly your school community. And ideally, as part of leadership, is providing opportunities for everyone in your school community, so in their own way, in their own space, and where lies their passion, they can be the leaders of the future and do a much better job than what I as an individual will ever be able to do. Wow, I love that motto about good leaders are ones that create further leaders. That's just so profound. I I uh, was in a seminar many years ago, and uh, something really stuck in my head, and that is, uh, you know, a good leader works their way towards redundancy. Yeah. Right? And that's something which uh, had a profound impact on me. And it's certainly shaped the lens by which I look at the workplace that I'm in, where it's about empowering individuals, 
from the youngest child in kindergarten up to your senior staff so that they really do become the leaders of the future. And uh, it's my position to be accountable to them. So when when we talk about leadership, uh, we cannot talk about leadership without talking about accountability. And each morning, uh, a leader should ask themselves, uh, am I the best person for this job? Um, And if I'm not the best person for this job, what can I do to make sure that the institution that I'm in has got the best placed person to drive the institution forward? Wow, yeah. But that um, practice and reflection on practice and self also motivates and grows stronger leadership within that individual as well. It does. It also drives you towards humility. And humility comes about when you have the realisation that as we evolve as an institution, as we evolve individually, as we evolve as a society, we are always going to get people with a wider skill set, a more technical skill set and better learnings. And it's about paving the way for them so that we can hand over the baton. Um, and, And we need to instill that not just in our staff and planning for um, a chart, a way forward, but also in our students that they can all be leaders. They all have got a gift. They all have got something which they can contribute. And everyone in their own way is welcome to make that contribution. So leadership is also about being inclusive. 100%. Love it. And I think that really speaks to um, something that happens quite a bit in this school, and that's that service learning. And it's a really important part of the learning experience, not only for students, um, but for teachers as well and and families that are involved with Arcana College. Can you tell us more about why service learning is so important and which service learning initiatives are you most proud of? Service learning is an opportunity for schools to carry out and deliver on the values which they preach. So uh, a lot of schools uh, will always talk about their school values and you'll find the values on the website and you'll find it on notice boards and that's a great thing. And ask the question, as school leaders, what are we doing to ensure that our school values are a lived experience? And a big part of the values which we want to pass on to our students is responsibility to community. And as part of responsibility to community, and we talk about citizenship, we talk about civic duty, it also ties in with our broader values. As a faith-based school, it can be linked to uh, the values which we also uh, align with our faith teachings. So we talk about compassion, we talk about forgiveness, we talk about mercy. We talk about charity, but what does that mean? And in my own experience, uh, certainly growing up, and I went to uh, a public school, which I loved, and uh, the experience was a lot of this was just about fundraising. You'd have a sausage chisel, you'd sell some cakes, you'd raise some money for a cause, and you felt really good about it because that's what we did to help other people, and there's nothing wrong with that. My challenge that I've always put to myself is what can we do beyond that? Mm. What can we do beyond uh, the gold coin donation? What can we do beyond the sausage sizzle? And that's active service learning, service learning where young people can get out within the school community, beyond the school community, can even get involved regionally, globally, 
in making a, an impact, in, in, in having a physical difference and being involved in the process. So that's where the whole service learning inspiration uh, came from. The service learning journey at previous schools has been quite broad. So it's gone from uh, helping out at local community centres. Yeah. And in the past, I've taken, uh, I've been fortunate to have taken uh, numbers of students upon finishing the HSC Southeast Asia wow. to work in really impoverished rural communities uh, where it's all about legacy. It's all about leaving a contribution in the form of physical uh, assets, physical um, resources uh, in different communities, which ranged from helping to build water wells, which serve communities, painting schools, putting floorboards into different premises, delivering sporting equipment, and delivering, delivering humanitarian aid. Humanitarian aid in the form of food drops, and we've even dropped off medical supplies. So that had a profound impact on what young people do. The one at Arcana, uh, and there's a, the several projects which we run as part of service learning, is each term we take students, and sometimes it's more than once a term, occasionally it's twice a term, our students have the opportunity to go down to Martin Place on a Saturday night and deliver either non-perishable food and at other times hot food, which they prepare during the day. Oh, wow. So you cannot be yeah. more involved when yeah. you're physically doing the shopping, you're physically doing the packing, and on some instances you're physically doing the cooking, taking that down, putting them into packages, and with a smile and in small groups delivering all of, all of that to the homeless community. And in doing so, it does a few things. Students learn gratitude. They learn appreciation. But they also learn, and this is really important, compassion, mm -hmm. that a lot of the individuals they meet on an instance such as the homeless uh, um, outreach program are probably no different to people they know. These are mums. These are dads. These are someone's sons. That's someone's daughter, that's someone's brother, it's someone's sister. Life has just thrown a curveball at them, mm. but essentially they're still the same person. The landscape changes, mm. uh, but it's still the same person. And our children really enjoy having a good talk with members of the homeless community. And they'll talk about sports, they'll talk about what they're doing at school, and you just see the faces light up yeah. of both our students and the members of the homeless community who we happen to be assisting on that particular evening. And that's what the, you, you can't teach in a classroom. Mm. That's what you mm. can't teach through a textbook. That's what you can't teach through a computer program. It has to be a lived experience. We also have programs where we work with young people living with a disability, particularly Down syndrome, where uh, students get to engage in several in, uh, initiatives and uh, exercises with young people a bit older than them uh, who are living with Down syndrome and it may be preparing food, um, engaging in some art or some sort of modified sporting activity. And it's a real highlight for everyone involved. Um, there is so much love. There is so much passion. There is so much joy from all sides. It, uh, it uh, brings about an inner peace when you're able to impact and deliver that sort of happiness to someone else. And the students really come back very, very, very reflective. Mm, no? Amazing. Um, yeah. It sounds transformational. It's, it's it service is. learning that's transformational learning. It is and because it's highly personalised. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, and having that opportunity to, to reflect and go beyond the self. I just want to say where I can see some wonderful photos up on the wall here, which really, you know, demonstrates, you know, how, um, how much value and, and emphasis and positivity there is around the service learning that goes on in this school community. Did you want to speak about any of the um, uh, examples that are happening here on the walls? Yeah. So the, the pictures on the wall tell the story of uh, the growth of the school from uh, oh, okay. uh, yeah. what what was a single uh, house yeah. uh, many years ago. Wow! And, and 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 how that's evolved and grown into the school that we have today, with uh, you know a school hall and a canteen and specialist buildings, uh, and, and and playgrounds. Regarding the service learning, yeah, we have an opportunity through that program as well of involving mums and dads because yeah. we open it up to the community. Yes, yeah. It's also been a wonderful way to keep in touch with uh, alumni and graduates. Yeah, yeah. So we've got students who have graduated or former students who have graduated a decade ago. Uh, some of them are now dentists. Uh, some are now uh, uh, parents at the school themselves. Yeah. Uh, and, and others doing wonderful things with their lives. So we've reached out to our former students yeah. and we have this large group this, uh, who are just so interested in reconnecting with the school again yeah. uh, in making a contribution to do something for others. And in doing so, they provide some mentoring yeah. and they serve as role models to the current students. So the service learning program has been a wonderful opportunity to involve mums and dads, to involve our alumni. And it's also been a wonderful opportunity to reach out to the wider community. So quite often we'll have uh, members of the wider community uh, come along as guests. Amazing. Uh, we've had uh, yeah. everyone from uh, you know, sports stars yeah. to local business people <laughs> um, and, and, and others yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, who just come along. Um, again, we have the opportunity to present itself. They can provide a bit of mentoring to others. But more importantly, it's an opportunity for our school to serve as a vehicle for goodness yeah. to, to, to those beyond our school gates. Yeah, incredible. Thank you for sharing all those incredible and diverse pockets of opportunity to build a wonderful, strong, cohesive community that goes inside and out and outside and in. And that's really, and as you said, that sort of sustains itself as well. It's a life force on, upon itself. And thank you. Sorry, I thought there were further no. um, um, uh, photos in regards to some of the opportunities because when we were here last time. But having said that, the roots of this school community is still based on those principles as well. So it really does, um, it started at the roots and at the heart. And so it makes sense as to why this is still an ongoing thing because it was part of the foundations. Of That's the right. School. So the school has yeah. always been very vested. Yeah. Um, since it established itself in 1986, the school's got a long history, like many schools do, of assisting those who are going through a hard time, whether it be bushfires, whether mm. it be floods, uh, you know, or whether it be something local or something abroad. The school's always been really uh, interested and really involved and really engaged in improving the fortunes of others wherever we can with, by the means which we have. But the service learning program, we're just taking it to a, uh, a level where it's beyond just a contribution. Yeah. It's now physically uh, delivering. Yeah, it's, it's also of, been yeah. an opportunity for us as a school to demonstrate through action that we've got responsible citizenship and we are making a difference. I also think it's important uh, that as an Islamic school, it's a vehicle, it's an opportunity where we are demonstrating through initiatives which 
are quite broad, that we do make a difference, that we are part of the fabric of this community. Uh, we don't live in a silo. Uh, we don't, we don't um, restrict or isolate ourselves from others. We are wholly engaged. We are wholly inclusive. That's nice for me to say all those things. But unless we demonstrate it, it's hollow. It's just words. Mm -hmm. so regardless of who is indeed, regardless of which person we help, what their background, where they're from, it's our duty as young Australians, it's our duty as a school, as an independent school, to make a difference, to be involved, to be engaged. And you can't claim to do those things. We can all talk about being inclusive. We can all talk about caring for others. But we need to demonstrate through action because our, our young children are very impressionable. And, and, and young, young children will, will call you out. Young children are the ones who will say, well, look, we're saying all this thing, but what are we actually we're doing, doing on the ground? Uh, so, so we need to, to, to establish our own integrity, uh, particularly as a faith-based school, as an independent school, uh, that we don't just do all the talk. We actually practice what we preach. So the service learning has been a wonderful way to demonstrate to the young people that this is what we do, this is what we, our values are, this is how we deliver on those values, and we'd love you all to be involved. Amazing. And on that note, walking the walk, talking the talk, and demonstrating that integrity, there's a phenomenal uh, program that's been running for many, many years here at Arcana with another independent school, and that's the Interschool Program. Uh, can you just um, tell us more about that? We'd love to hear more about it. And how does it contribute towards the development of those stronger connections and interfaith understanding among students from diverse backgrounds? The relationship with uh, Mount Sinai College, Mount Sinai College is uh, the school which we're yeah. referring to here, yeah. uh, stretches back to 2008. Amazing. So in 2008, there was a lot of noise um, and a lot of uh, media around an incursion into uh, the Palestinian occupied territories uh, by, by, by Israel. There was a lot of um, strong words. There was a lot of uh, heated debate on talkback radio. Mm. It, was, it was quite the issue. And at the time, I just started at Akana. This is my second stint at Akana. Oh. And there was a lot of talk in the playground. There was a lot of uh, talk amongst parents. And one of the questions I posed at the time was, uh, what does that mean for us? What, what, what does that mean for us here in Australia? Uh, I'm hearing a lot of angry talk. I'm hearing a lot of talk, which I suppose we, we, we could call divisive. And I get it. It's all driven by hurt. But it's also driven by misunderstanding. But what does it mean for us as a responsible school leader? What does it mean for me? And at the time, I reached out to uh, a school that's of similar size. Uh, it was a school recommended by uh, a, a a friend, um, Linda, Linda Ben-Benashi. Oh, uh, Linda, yes, Linda yeah. was amazing. Yeah. She was at the time at the Jewish Board of Deputies. And uh, Linda and I had uh, a friendship stretching back a number of years, uh, we'd cross paths in different spaces and places. So I reached out at the time to uh, Mount Sinai College, and they were so so welcoming. And we had a discussion about look, what can we do to ensure that this cycle of hurt, uh, this rhetoric of hate, um, stops. Well, we've got a responsibility, and Mount Sinai have been amazing uh, partners for with Akana College. It's been a very strong collaboration. 
the program is now at its 15th year. That's 15 consecutive years. And I think that's just a wonderful reflection on both schools. It involves students uh, visiting each other's schools, but also it involves a lot of social justice projects. So there's been occasions where students from Akana College and Mount Sinai College uh, have prepared food together, mm -hmm. and that food is distributed by Oz Harvest again to the homeless yeah. in Sydney. They've had the mums of the two schools involved. We've had uh, at uh, tr traditional times on the Islamic calendar, we've had mums, dads, and staff, as well as students from Mount Sinai College, come to Akana for the iftar, the breaking yeah. of the fast during the month of Ramadan. So again, it's a program which goes beyond just the classroom, and it's a program which goes beyond the usual talk that you get at some of these interfaith events, which are all yeah. wonderful. Yeah. It's gone, when I say gone beyond, because it involves sports, mm. uh, it's involved social justice projects, mm. it's involved conversations, and it's been delivered by several partners. Um, Together for Humanity probably being the, the, mm. the single biggest partner. Yeah. They've been amazing. The team at Together for Humanity at putting all of this together yeah. uh, and facilitating the days, facilitating workshops, so we've had uh, Mount Sinai College at Akana just recently, and it's wonderful to see young people, young Australians. And always, we always stress it's about young Australians getting together, yeah, uh, and it's about young Australians working together. And the last time we, we, we our two schools were together well, a few weeks ago, uh, the challenge was put to them by Together for Humanity on what are some of the issues um, affecting Australia at the moment. It might be environmental, might be the cost of living, uh, all the things which students hear about in the in, in their homes. Maybe the the, the voice debate, and, mm. and 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 what can they do as young Australians to make a positive impact for all those things? And let me tell you, the quality of the conversation and the ideas coming through from young people is something which should be taken to Parliament House and read out to everyone. So that's the impact of these young people. And I couldn't help but look back and say to myself, uh, if these are the leaders of the future, these are the people taking our society into the future, we're in very good hands. Beautiful. So that's been yeah. the power of the collaboration with Pansana College, that uh, we are young Australians, we work together, we don't let whatever unfortunate incident is happening mm -hmm. abroad or overseas affect the way we interact with each other. It doesn't diminish uh, the respect that we have for one another, mm. nor does it uh, dilute the strong relationship we've built over the last 15 years. And if anything, it's gone from strength to strength. And we look forward to many, many more years in working together with Mount Sinai College. I think it's really important. Uh, the reality is to establish a program continuously for 15 years, it's not easy in schools. Uh, you know, the school's uh, landscape continues to change, it continues to evolve. We have uh, new curriculums. We've got new syllabi coming through. We've got uh, so many things to do with compliance. So there are so many distractions. So the fact that um, a uh, Islamic school and a Jewish school here in Australia, Australian schools mainly, most importantly, have been able to keep this program uh, at four interactions a year for 15 years, um, I couldn't be prouder. Absolutely. And I have to say, I have experienced it firsthand as well and really was profoundly moved, especially by the interfaith iftar and seeing the connections with all the families, no matter what background and seeing where um, there's that common ground and that commonality, but celebrating the differences with respect 
And it, it really does flip that journey from hurt to healing and what we can do together, which is just so effective. And yeah. it, it, it brings us to that paradigm where, you know, we can all be part of the problem or we can all be part of the solution. Mm. Really the choice is ours. And, and, and we choose to be part of the solution, at least in our world, yeah. at least in the, in, in, in the silo that we live in here in Sydney, Australia, we're going to be part of the solution. Amazing. Beautiful. Have there been any other um, pockets of opportunity that have been provided by Arcana College? The, the, there's been no shortage. Okay. So, and, 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 and it may be involving our local neighbours mm-hmm. for initiatives or events such as your book, Big Character Parade, yeah. where um, you invite your local neighbours uh, to come into the school to be judges particularly neighbours who are elderly and we've known them for a long time. There's been no shortage of opportunities in terms of what we do with our work, with the environment, with social justice, and even recently um, things such as the tollways, you know, uh, which is quite a debate uh, here in Sydney at the moment and the rising costs of tolls um, you know, on top of the rising cost of living generally where we've actually had the opportunity to have some of those discussions. Uh, with our local community, our local neighbours, so just so uh, that we act as a school where we are representatives not just of those within our gates but those who we share a fence line with. And it was interesting that uh, the local neighbours approached our school and asked us to uh, front a committee held by the state parliament for an inquiry into tollways. And I thought that was great. So when your local neighbours, who, who could be from diverse communities, not necessarily from the same faith-based community as your school, uh, are reaching out and uh, asking you to represent them at hearings or at committee hearings or at places where they want their voices to be heard. I think that's a wonderful sign of acceptance. It's a wonderful opportunity to show that uh, we'll represent your voice uh, because we know you because we're, because, because we're good neighbours. Yeah. We've also had the opportunity to invite uh, many, many different community groups Uh, into our school. We've spoken about robotics previously and we've had this tremendous uh, success recently with robotics. Our students went to Japan to represent Australia at the World Robotics Finals. And what that means in terms of cohesive communities, we are now using robotics as a segue to invite other schools, public schools, as well as independent schools, to have that STEAM robotics experience uh, not in competition, that's a separate thing which other entities run, but rather to invite them in for a robotics slash STEAM experience so young people from different schools can work together in uh, developing their skill application around some of those things to do with robots, putting a coding program in, etc. So I think this is really exciting. This is our big uh, area we want to focus on in 2024 and 2025. We've got a planning place where the school will be some sort of a hub and we'll reach out and we've had a lot of interest already from, from public as well as independent schools. Amazing. Come down to Akana. This is what we're doing. We want you to have this. We want you to have this experience. This is, These are the robotics kits. Let's get our students to work together and build some robots. Let's do a bit of coding together and let's see where that takes you. For some schools, it might be just a day of immersion into robotics, but for others, 
it may be they start a robotics program off their own. So I love it, being that catalyst of solution and hope and opportunity and care and compassion. It's really remarkable. And thank you so much for sharing that. On that note, can you tell us about an inspirational or a transformational moment you've witnessed or experienced as a principal regarding your school community? The first thing which comes to mind is uh, our current school captain. Who for many years um, has always been involved, always been involved in uh, wanting to serve others, has always been wanting to bring about change for the better. Uh, is watching our this young lady start her own volunteer group outside of school, and reaching out to other schools to get involved, and she's doing everything from helping to rehabilitate koalas who've lost their natural habitat to putting food packs together to for victims of domestic violence and in, 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 in refuges. So to have a, a young girl, who she's currently in year six, to see someone go to the next level where they actually want to start their own movement mm. and bring in other people, other young people, from beyond just our school to make the world a better place, uh, that, that's something which... I can't find enough words to talk about in terms of giving me inspiration. I think it's just fabulous that we even have young people who think like that. Mm. That's, I think, the next Greta Thunberg. I start thinking, you know, uh, the journey's got to start somewhere. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, when I look at young, at young people like, like, like our, our current captain, uh, and I look back at my own self, when I was her age, I was playing handball all day. So all I wanted to do was kick a footy and play handball. Um, you know, and I was, I was happy with that. And now I'm seeing so, you know, a, a young lady who's in year six preparing to go to year seven and, I'm, and she wants to change the world. She doesn't just want to change the world because she says she wants to. She's actually taken the next step. She's marshaled mum and dad and mum and dad, I suppose, you know, do their bit to give her a helping hand as well. And that's great. So she's involved her family, involved her wider family, involved her friends, and now she's involving young people from other schools to say, let's get involved and let's do something. If we're not happy with something, if we were distressed at watching young koalas uh, you know, lose their habitat because uh, it's something which she saw on the news. Mm-hmm. She actually said, well, I'll do something about that. And she's actually put together a group and they go out and they help rehabilitate koalas through one of the community organizations which does that sort of thing. So for me, that, uh, I, uh, that really embodies everything and beyond on what you'd want to achieve for your students. 100%. Thank you so much for sharing that. Is there any other highlights or anything else you wish to share with us? What I'd like to share, uh, particularly in the landscape of schools, is it's so important to have the entire school community uh, to be a part of that journey. And it's important to involve everyone from from your your, your board of directors uh, because that helps shape vision. It helps shape purpose. So you try and bring everything back to vision, purpose, and motto. It's every, it, 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 it all must align. So you need to have your entire school community in its entirety. So you've got to think beyond the students and the parents. So you've got to have your, your governors, your, 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 your school directors, your wider community, and you've got to tell your story. For a long time, people weren't, didn't have the means possibly to tell their story. And telling your story is, is, is difficult. It's challenging. 
because you want to tell your story from a space of humility and authenticity. But you always run the risk that if you're telling your story, uh, you could be gloating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and that changes everything. So you've got to tell your story in a way so that it's not a marketing story that you're trying to tell. And it's not a story that you're trying to say, we do this better than others. Mm-hmm. It's a story where you want others who are touched by your journey to begin their own journey. So I, th- I think I think schools have to look at things through that lens there, that if you have a few hundred schools in New South Wales, all with their own little projects, who wins? Our community wins. Our society wins. And uh, that's, I think, the lens by which I'd encourage school leaders to take a look at this through. Um, it's about inspiring others rather than saying, this is what we do, aren't we great at what we do? And uh, it's really important to always differentiate between the two. My goodness, this has been an incredible journey and I really thank you for sharing your story with humility, with hope, and thank you for um, building a, a wonderful, cohesive community. And I, I just wanted to highlight Definitely, we are in great hands if this is what we've got to look forward to. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to this episode. For further information on the AIS New South Wales Community Cohesion podcast series and project, or any of our guests, please see our show notes.